A good morning, good morning. Besides it being a nice thing, I say good morning also, because it's a sikha from the Rebbe. <laughs> Kate's Memzayin, I think I mentioned it here, one of the Shurimah talks. The Kate's of Shemamzayin, very powerful, deep Paschol de Kesicha, about Asiyas Hakelim, how you make Elam Hazan Takeli for Elokus. So the Rebbe says there at the end that a dogma is that even not mamshul the air, you just make something that's not a keli and takeli, it's already the major chiddush. The Rebbe gave an example: if you meet someone and you say to them good morning, even if they don't even have to put on film with them or do any other mitzvah, that already makes them a keli muksher in kabel diluyim. It's meridikasich. You should check it out. So, as I said, besides it being a nice etiquette. Uh, the sikh always remains with me because I'm, try, I'm trying to make kalim here, so you never know. The good morning can accomplish more than the learning of the mind, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Menschlichkeit. Yeah, so okay, so we've been already going through the mind, the six mind of Kedach, several weeks in the letter of the Rebbe, which is fine because it's part of the whole theme, but we're going to move forward now. Spoke a lot about pshitas, and um, which pshitas really reflects a lakus betarosa, so to speak. A lakus, if you ask what is a lakus, godliness, you would not say it has a tzir, because tzir is right away a definition. And even the Ebishta wanted a definition, and wanted hakbala and vul, but a lakus bapashtis, the way we relate it, is lamaila mikvul. So in the context of a mamutza, the Ibishta wants us to connect the lakus. If everything would be about siur, it would be on our terms more. It would be a lakus, what we call mamalakalam, sodom amodis nivre elam, the how is mislabish the fi gidre ha nivroyim, shemelikim, ateva. But since we want a relationship, and the Ibishta wants a shutfus, as we've been discussing, this is the central theme of all Ayin Beis. I would say all of Chassidus, really. A total Ahdus. We don't just say Avdus, also Ahdus. Not just Evid Ta'odin, but also like a Ben Ta'av and all the other Chos and Kala. I mean, all these Damashalim used for in Chazal and Teda for the, our relationship. So therefore, we want to have a Lakus as it is in its purest form. Not talking about Atmos now. Atmos is the mile of Kolenyan. So we're talking about Eir. So Eir and Softifnet. Simpson, what describes it? Pshitus, as the Rebbe explained in the letter, and we discussed at length, essentially that all everything is Alakus. That's the Loshan actually in Eitzchayim that we've been citing here. That Lifnet Simpson, but Chilo, as he says, Lifnet Habriya, Lifnet Simpson. What does that mean in simple English? It means there's no room. But it means all it is is Elokuz. But if there's only Elokuz, there's no Bria, there's no Nivra, and there's no Mekabun, there's no other, so to speak, there's no Zulas. The Ebrista wanted the Sava Kodesh Baruch Hu is Tachtein. And Tachtein means, the word Tachtein, as the Alter Rebbe explains in Tanya, but Etzim means Zulas. But not just Azulas, it means that 
So therefore, there's the tzimtzum. But the question is, can we can we connect to lifnat tzimtzum? So here we have the discussion of eses firasagnuzis. So eses firasagnuzis. If you want to put it in a simple balabatish language, would be elikus zet velt. If you want, how the the Ebrister sees this the sviras. And as the Rebbe said, the Ebrister sees the sviras. It's all equal. So it's in a chanami. It's chachmabina, but there's no tzir in any given way, as we read in the letter. So it's, so it's like looking through the eyes of the Ebrister, but at the sviras. Not we're not talking about higher than the sviras. But as we learned, the last thing we discussed last week, briefly at least, was that this guf is also part of the bleak gvul of Elikus. Because the Eberster vil gvul, that doesn't make it gvul. It just means that he wants gvul. So the gvul is also another isbatus, another isdruk of uh, Eberster's bleak gvul. Like the example I gave, an artist can do infinite ways, to, he can do, create infinite types of art, but he chooses one. The fact that he chooses one does not take away from the infinite. It just means he's chose now. He wants to express himself, what we call sfiris, esesfiris. You know, later we'll learn the lashenis like esesfiris blima, the sfiris themselves. So that's the esesfiris agnusis. And as I said, we discussed it at length. I don't want to go over it. I just want to carry it to the next level. The question now is, and I'm posing it as a question just in our conversation. The Rebbe Rashab doesn't pose it as a question, even though he did make a question about esesfiris agnusis. So what's the relationship between Esosphiris Hagnuzis and Esosphiris Hagluyus? Because that now is key. Now that we've established that in Eden Sof HaPoshet, with all the explanations, there's the there's the Ebrus's Mitzayir, or the language of Shir Atzmei Bekeach, all the different expressions, Esosphiris Hagnuzis, and their Pshittis and all of that, and they're uh, all Sheikh and Biyachat. What's its relationship to the Sphiris that will emerge after the tzimtzum, because remember, once the tzimtzum happens, and of course we're not talking about in Zman, there's no Zman here. Um, we're talking here, everything is in, in Indian. Right now there's a Lifniat tzimtzum and there's a Lachnat tzimtzum. It's happening all the time. But we speak, because that's the only language we can speak. So we speak in the language of before and after, but we really mean Kedima ve'ichur in Inyan, not in Zman. So what, so, but now comes the tzimtzum. So now the tzimtzum conceals the bligvul. We even learned, did we learn yet about the two pools of the symptom? Yeah, right? Was that discussed? It's going to discuss this. Um, the the, 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 the bleak vul, it's a symptom bederech siluk. The gabi, the erhag vul, it's a symptom bederech miut. I think he said it. Empiric kriutches. Okay, regardless, I'll, I'll review it when necessary. So now that there is a tzimtzum, and what is the tzimtzum in Inyan? Is to remove from the consciousness of existence the Inyan of Bligvul, because as long as Bligvul uh, dominates, so even though within the Bligvul there's Esosphiris Agnusus, the Ebrister knows that, so to speak. But we, but, but we can't, but the Sphiris don't have a mokim to stand on their own, because they're like, think of it like objects in the middle of a big, a big, you don't see the objects. The whole purpose is to have, to have, Amitsius, all the way to Tachtenim. We're not even Tachtenim is the low, the lowest part of the Ishtashlus. But even the highest parts of Ishtashlus, you need something. So the Kav is already a Eir, Takedovuk, and it's connected to the Lifniat Simpson, but it comes after uh, Hefsik. And now it's a Kav. And a Kav means Milo Mato. You're no longer talking about Esosphere Sagnosis in the level that Chsidis talks about. Just for the record, 
in Kabbalah and other places, does talk that Esos Firas is after the Tzimtzum too, in Arizal. The Rebbe actually has an order in Ranat, in Cholzu. He writes why Chassidus doesn't uh, does, doesn't go like that. Is how the Esos is a lower level. Or Tehiri Law it talks about there. But it's the same idea. The Tehiri Law is after the Tzimtzum. But Chassidus here in many places talks Lifni at Tzimtzum. So now we're talking after the Tzimtzum. So Taka, we don't yet have Sviris Mamish Mitzias of Edis and Kalim. But now after the Tzimtzum starts the Histalshos of Sviris. How they're going to go? The Kav is going to create Ak, and Ak is going to have 10 spheres, 10 Igulim and 10 Pnimim, Igul uh, and Yeshet, which is basically Makif and Pnimi, and after Ak will come Akudim, Eser, Eris, Beklei Echot, Akud, Beklei Echot, so you already have Eser, but it's still energy. Then Akudim, Toyu, will be 10 Eris into 10 Kalim, and then Tikun, Rudim, Akudim, Akudim, Rudim, Tikun, Atsilus, Will be Esesfiris, Mislapshim, Miskalulus, Edis, and Kalim in a full, healthy, functional world. You know, one example I've given for this is a, it's a good example just to envision it. Think of the development of a fetus, of a baby. So, upon conception, all you have is one cell, but in that cell is concentrated like a seed. Everything is there. All the life, it's not going to come from elsewhere, but then it has to start being the Schalik. So there everything is like awkward, even more than awkward. And then the cell splits. And if you look at this, the Ishtashlis, the what happens? A child is mamash dugme for Elam Kotnza Adam of the whole Ishtashlis works exactly like that. It starts in everything's in an akuda, concentrated in akuda, then it starts splitting. Then after three two, three months, you can actually start seeing the development of the Avarim, the head. And then later the other parts, and then by, by the time you get to close to the end of the pregnancy, you see a full developed child. Where did it come from? All from a concentrated nakuda. That was like, and you couldn't even see the naked eye couldn't see. So it's an excellent example because this is the way that they're able to create existence. This is not man-made, not a machine, that man-made. This is the way we are created. And the world, exactly the same, Stalschus works exactly like that. You could even find a kudim and a kudim and vrudim if you want to break it down. It's not the discussion here. Just giving it as a stickle way to be mitzayirit and mepsari echzelaka. So now, we have now, okay, and then there'll be atzilus, then there'll be briya, yetzira, siya, and all the ways the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, nishtal shlum ahen, the eser keiches ha'odam, eser keiches ha'nefesh. So your chachme, your bina, your das, all the way chesed, vuda, teferis, and that's okay, you say malchus, is nishtal shlum from the ten spheres, which are nishtalshu from higher levels of the ten spheres all the way to the lifniat simtum, esses spheres agnusis. The difference is esses spheres agnusis, what dominates is alakus, pshitus. But now the spheres are taking shape. And atzilus, even though it's iyuvachayu echad and iyuvagamu echad, but you say the spheres. There's befeirish chachme, chachme is not bina. It's different ways to, to express alakus. But it's chachme, chachme is not bina, bina is not das, and so on. So you already have real ischalkus. Now, but then that ischalkus there is all aligned with Ratzna Hashem, like a Merkava, a Tzilus. In Bria, it starts becoming a stickle Yeshus, not Yeshus as in Gaiva, but Yeshus as it has an independent Mitzis. It's still bottled to all the course, but it's a Yesha bottle, as Siddhis says. In Yitzhida, becomes even more concealed. And I see even more, and in this world, 
Begole, we don't even see the connection between our Kechis and the Sphiris. We either believe it and we learn about it, or through Aveda, you can come to be Margishit. So the question now is, and that's what we continue now in Ayin Beis. So how, what's the relationship between the Esa Sphiris and the Sphiris Simtsum? And the spheres, the spheres gluyus, as they emerge, especially in Atsilis, where this way we could say the spheres become full bodied, like the, the child I mentioned. The child is fully developed, Aedis and Kalim, ready to be born, so to speak. So, so, um, so what's the relationship between the two? So that's where we are. And I'm going to sum up. So, after explaining that, the Rebbe Rashab gives a Moshal. He's going to give two Mushalim for this. This is two Mushalim that explain the relationship. Now, why is this vital? I think it's obvious, but I'll state it anyway. Because the Kavona is not that how the Ebershter looks at it. The Kavona is that we should move from Lamata from the Keiches HaNefesh. We should come to recognize that the Keiches are B'tziyur, B'tzalam Melekim, Odom Adam Elyon, that we, through our Chochmah and our Bina, we want to align it with the Chochmah Bina of the Ebershter. V'alachta B'drochov, Mahu Chanun, Afata Chanun, in Poshet simple Nigladika uh, Medrash terms. So we want to align our Tsiur, which is all based, everything in this world is built from the Estes Firis. Asadama Moris comes from the Estes Firis. Asadis is from the Estes Firis. Everything is the Estes. Estes Firis basically means 10 channels of light or 10 channels of energy that the Abishta manifests. And the whole, everything in existence is some combination of these Firis. In the Alter Rebbe's words in Shari Yechidah everything comes from Nasar Mamaris. The Tzirufim, even the words that are not Nasar Mamaris, but Fedish, like Evan. The same way you hear Evan. So Alter Rebbe explains, because Evan is a combination of the Chav Bezeisis. So S is the Nasar Mamaris, one way or another, whether it's Tzirufim or Chilufim and Tmuris and Gematrius, all the different ways the Aesis work. What are Aesis? Asa Baker. Aesis are essentially channels. The Aces are rooted in the spheres. So now, how do we align from the Matal Maila where we are now, connecting all the way back to the Shadish Lifnat Simpson? So it's vital to understand the relationship between the two. In other words, once you're in a state where the, the spheres have already Metsias and Tsiyur, how do they relate to the Esospheris Agnusis that is their Shadish? Because the big Yisar, the Chidush here in Ayin Bayes, is that the Sviris have a Shadish in, in Eir, which means Eris Mitsiyarim. In other words, they're not, they're not just due to the Kalim, as we learned at length here. They are coming, they are also in the Eir, and not just in the Eir, in Eir or Lifniat Simpson. So you have the Shadish of Eir Hagvu, Lifniat Simpson. So what's the relationship between the two? And so the, the Mashal in the Alta, the, the, the Rebbe Rashab gives. Just want to see what he says in the previous. Okay, so on Pedichov Bays, briefly, he says, I'm just reading from the Kitsit. He explains what the Tsimsum accomplishes. Please say the Vadroga, like I explained now. If, if there was no Tsimsum, the Esesvis and Gnusis, yeah, it's the Tsir Hasvidis and Shiratsme Bekeach, the Abraston envisions it, but it would not have any structure that we can relate to. Remember, Hutzlech is only Mitzah, the Ebishter wants it. It's not the Ebishter, it's, it's necessary to, if you want to have a world like ours and understand it, that's why it's Hutzlech. 
Vinyanehu, and what's the Simpson Indian? She is Gaulus, Fidus Proteus, Kumas Fidus Achochim, Vinyatsme, Vaidez and Nasses, Bamadrega Nikedis, Bamadregas, Bamadrega Nikedis, Ubkinis Mirta Air. So I basically said this in English, what I would, what was the Pedichov base. Now comes the Moshal. So Pedichov Gimel, Pedichov Gimel and Chovdalad is one Moshal, and Chofei, Pedichofei, is going to be a second Moshal. And then it's going to continue in the next Mayimah discussing the Mishalim and the Nimshal, of course. And then even explaining what each Moshal adds over the other. I don't know where you guys are up to. By now, you probably you already finished time base. No, I'm just kidding. Which Mayimah more or less? Huh? Okay. Um, but everybody's up to the same place or? Huh? Listen, we don't want to have to do fingerprinting and uh, face recognition to find out where you're up to. So, <laughs> so you better tell me. <laughs> we have we have means to, to force you. you know? <laughs> huh? Okay. No, fine. No, I'm just wondering where you're at. I mean, to me, Linux Cidus, Linux Cidus, whatever pace. There's no uh, deadline here or something. Um, okay. So, Marshal Allah, the first Marshal. Now, just for the record, these Mishalim are not the Rebbe Rashab's original Mishalim. They actually, I see it's the Eira Teira in Yonim. It talks a lot about these in Yonim. I don't have the one with Marmikames, but I have my own Marmikames that I wrote. You probably have it in yours, right? Eira Teira in Yonim. So this is essentially from Eira Teira, but with a lot of his office. It's not uh, Eira Teira's brief, the Kitzer. Eira Teira is usually the Samach Tzedek, but it's based on the Alter Rebbe. Okay, so the first moshal, the moshal of letters, and he uses the example of baruch. So baruch is a word that's made up of four letters, and uh, we understand that the word baruch, the tziruf of beis reish vav chav, is much more than the sum of the parts, right? But in English we call synergy. In chesidus is called eira eila al kolano. It's simply, you know, even the gemara and seita. When it talks about calculating how much the, the miraglim, when they carry back the fruits, how much they were able to carry. So it says there that when two people lift a the weight, they lift up more than twice one of them. In other words, if you can lift 100 pounds and I can lift 100 pounds, together we can lift more like 120 pounds. Two, uh, 220 pounds, sorry. Where's that 20 come from? I only can lift 100. You can only lift 100. Where do we get the extra 20? Because there's something that happens when there's a tziruf. Our keiches together create an additional element. And it's, it's, it's simply a, a fact in nature. And you can calculate it. And Saiti calculates the different cheshbenes, how they carry the grapes and the, you know, the massive fruits. So this is an example in Nigla for El uh, Kolona, that when you combine things, which is essentially the concept also of a minion. What happens? You're taking 10 yechidim and suddenly by a minion, you can say Kaddish and you can bench uh, with, uh, with, uh, and so on. As a, the bracha changes, what, what's happens? It's only ten yechidim, because something happens in the tziruf of individuals, and there's like a kol be'asarishkin sharia, and the, the Rebbe brings very often from Agedas Hakedish, even if they're not learning teda, if they are learning teda, the beginning of many fabrengins begins with this. It begins about when people come together. That alone is already tzius of a call of a eda, a minion. 
So you see from that that there's something that happens when there's a tziruf, and um, and and then when you break it apart, like in this case baruch bezreishvavchav separately, it doesn't have the meaning baruch altogether. So suddenly, when you bring four letters together in the right order, it, what is a mamshut? It's a beginning. This is one of the the mishalim echsidus baruch is usually used. I assume because lashem baruch. But so so it tells you right away that a word is more than just the sum of a bunch of letters. That's the moshal he gives. So the Rebbe Rashab says, I'll just read a few lines here. Now the truth is it can be hey ACS too. But uh, that's the, the Lashem Chassidus uses. But Pashtun is because the Shadish of a word in Hebrew is either three letters, sometimes very rarely two, but three is usually, and sometimes four. So he says, Nasemem Teva Achas, Ashikeli Laskola Eight Laskola says the Indian Shaskola Zuma Venice Metech Asis Edo. And then he gives the example that if Moshal Tevas Baruch Shabitsir of Dal Asis Yachad, Musig Muskol Biza Indian Baruchah, Shushimavarche, Ish, Shigal Visrabe, Tuve Vichayo, Azaskola Sinya Mamish. Okay. And he goes on to explain what Baruchah means, just to bring the drive the point home. So then he says these Asis. When you begin to teach a child in, in Cheder, doesn't yet understand, Maven, Siruf, Sachad. So I you know your children, you start teaching them Aleph, Kometz, Aleph, or Aleph, Beis, Gimel. They don't know how to read yet. So, So you show a child, let's say, Beis, Baruch, but but Simpson Shaloyi Habez Yachid in Gimel Asis Rejvav Chaf of Borah. Shainzalafia Vonasatinu Kim Yir Nimshah Bifne Asme. So, what do you have here? A relationship that, on one hand, you, the teacher, knows, the adult knows that the base is a base from Borah. The child doesn't know it. Even if you're using the word Borah to teach a child olive base. You know, we teach children olive base from the Shablat and Tanya. They don't know yet what the words mean. But you use it. One day, when they'll know how to bring together letters, they'll realize, oh, the base that you taught me is a letter of the first letter of Baruch. So you have a relationship now, which is going to be the menimshal, going to be between Eses Sviris Hagluyis, where the Sviris are before it, like letters, but you don't yet know it's Ere Elal Kolona. In Eses Sviris Hagnuzis is going to be the Teichen, you see the air of Baruch. Because the letters are just protim in a in a scholar like he says, a clawless inyan. To put it in simple aces, just to give an example. Um, let's say uh, you're reading a, a story. A sipur, a sipur, a long sipur, and has a bunch, bunch of details, the narrative. You know, Aliyah saying you read this. You know, every story is full of drama. A story, even if you sipur is Mitzrayim, that's coming up. So it's a whole story. Now, someone who doesn't know the full story, doesn't know what's going to happen. So you see suddenly the Eden are in Mitzrayim, and then Yochum el and there we go, it starts the Avdus, horrible Avdus. If you don't continue reading after Pasha Boy, middle of Pasha Boy, you can think this is it, uh, one big Holocaust, and it's over. And Tzadosh Tzuras. But we know the end of the story, we know the story now, and the story is that they'll ultimately be the Gula. So what do you have here? A whole narrative. Now, if you know only the details, like the letters, you don't necessarily know the whole picture. 
So in the essence of Sagnuzis, it's like seeing the whole picture. The Abishta knows exactly what he wants to do with these fetus. And he knows what the kavon is. In the words of the Rebbe in the letter we read from Tav Shintes, that the Mitzadavedis HaEved, that's completely bottled to the Odin. What's in the Kudah? It's only Ratzna Odin. That's all. It doesn't matter the details. It doesn't matter whether it's a good thing, matter even a negative thing. So it's true, Mitzadavedis HaEved, we say, Keshem Shemavarchim Alabrochel, Kach Mavarchim, on the opposite. That's the fact. Why? Because it's all part of one story. You don't know the end of the story. Pain is pain. I'm not taking away from that. But the point is, the if you're able to look through the lens, through the eyes of the Abish to seeing the Sviris, it's a very different picture than the child, in this case, after the Simpson, that just sees letters. So bottom line is, that's the first muscle for explaining the relationship between the two. Rebbe Shab goes on, obviously, and explains in detail that when you once you break the word Baruch into Asius Nefrodus, he says, "Kim Shmafridim Eis Beis Bifnatsme Emboi Rachma Atma Asechol Shayim Malubish Bei." But it's the same letter. The letter the child is learning Beis is not a changed letter. It's not like we're teaching him a different letter. It's the Beis of Baruch. However, he only sees the Prat as it is, not as it's part of the Klal. So that's what he says in the Nimshul. Let me just find the Nimshul. Um, so he says, What is this Indian? So the Amira, uh, I don't want to talk about the Bracha so much. I want to just get to the actual. Okay. So that's an, an additional point. So first of all, we have now a marshal that compares this esospheres that are after the symptom to the esospheres different, which is called esospheres agnosis. Now, what's the, what, the relationship is deeper. Because remember, it started out with a word baruch. It didn't begin first you learn, but the child, you go doesn't know what baruch means, so you have to start with beiz, reish, vav, chav, and the different letters. But Mamailamat that started with Baruch, that Simpson concealed the taken of, let's call it, of the word. So now you have letters, but the letter still is a piece of Baruch. You just don't know it yet. Like I said with the narrative, the story. In one detail in the story, you just don't know the whole picture. It's still a detail of the story. When, once you'll see the whole picture, you'll realize it's not like a Dovin Nasif. That is the piece. You just saw one little piece of it. Just as an example, when the the Azad Samach Tzedek, why he talks about Mashiach so much. The Rebbe has it over in Tafshin Chavov, the hundred years, Meir Shana from the Samach Tzedek's Histalkos. So he, the Samach Tzedek answers, Tzalibda Aha. That was what he said. And they asked Samach Tzedek to explain. So he says, imagine listening to a conversation behind the wall. You're standing here. Two people are having a conversation on the side of the wall, the side of the room. And you don't really hear it all. You hear a vartahel, a vartahin, and you can't figure out what they're saying. You just hear words. So they're not, you're not hearing anything. You're hearing something. They, they come out of the room, and then they tell you what they were talking about. They say, ah, yes, vashteich. In other words, the words that you did hear are at least prepared you that you now understand, because once they told you what it's about, then you understand that you put the words together. Someone said, said, right now, take, uh, 
cannot fully appreciate what Geula Mashiach is, especially not in Hergish, but we can talk about it. When we talk about it, it's not Stam Giret. You are talking about, it's like Tamud Biyode. It's like learning Olive Base. So when you learn what the words mean, you could say, aha, now I understand. So it's like learning Chassidus. That Teimel, Me'ein, so you're not coming in unprepared. Mom is the same teichem, just in a different sprach. So lifniat simtsum, there the whole story is clear. But acharat simtsum, it's not quite that way. It starts becoming separate parts. Obviously, you can ask the question: What we always say, machshava gedumah da'ak, is b'skira acha sees the whole picture also. Enochenami. Remember, we spoke about Pshitis Lefiyerech. Lefiyerech, Lefiyerech, Tzimtzum, Akka's already Odom Debriya. It's already after the Tzimtzum. So it's all Lefiyerech, which we'll talk about more later. I don't want to go into the difference between the Pshitis of Ak and the Pshitis of Atzilus. And obviously, the way it is by us, Tehilamato, it's completely Nifrodim. We don't see it all the story. Someone looks around, you don't see the connection between one thing and the next. Everything here is Elam Bilbo, Hadvorim. And um, that which follows Shvidas Akelim and other things which we'll talk about as well. So bottom line is that Kishmafridim Esa Beis, so even though you separated, the Tzimtzum separated, nevertheless, there's still a ration. The base still carries the fact that it is part of the word Baruch. You just don't see it or you don't understand it. So it's only at a Shima Levad. That's what he calls it here. Okay. I'm not obviously going through every line here. We're going to sit on this mime the whole time. So the Rebbe Rashab obviously connects it to Baruch Shomar. So it's not just the word Baruch, it's connected to the Madregas that Baruch Shomar relate to. That I'm not going to right now review. That's a. So then, what does he say at the end of this Pedic of Gimel in this Marshal? So he says like this. Just right <laughs> In other words, there was no nothing to distinguish one from the other. When you know the taken of the word baruch, bracha, you may not even pay attention to the letters. From the point of view of the Talmud, of the child, the ikir is the letters. Without the letters, he'll never know how to read baruch. From the point of view of the adult who knows what it means, if I say to you baruch, you don't, you don't necessarily even think. What is Bez, Rej, Vov, Chof, unless you have to uh, spell it out or you want to concentrate? You right away understand it. And someone's giving you a brach. It's a brach. Because the air is stronger than the Aesir, so to speak. Which is another way of saying that the air is dominant and the Kalim are not really there yet. The whole Techen is the air. Mufla Venailam Eid. Veloyoi Bechelis Eilam Safila Yesu Adyan Lakabalis Galas Asasus Kmeshahoya Kmeshahain Beinse Barachu, as we just discussed. And he says, "Hey, mitzad, my lossum shay b'chinus pshitus legamri. The hey, mitzad, the erv agilis shabehem." So, in other words, the etzem letters or the etzem sfiris are in a different category, muhus acher, completely different personality because they're all part of elokus. 
And also the Gilui in the Esosphiris, meaning what the Ebishter wants to express through them is also a uh, Behem is higher and therefore does not focus on, is not does not allow for the distinction and the, the Tzir Prati of each of them. On the other hand, so the tzimtzum therefore now has made a distinction one spirit to the next, like the letters. So it's the same letter, the same sphere. It's not new set of spheres. Chochme in Atzilus, or even Anak, is the Chochme Lifniat Simpson, but it's now not, it's lacking the Gilui, Heimitzade Madrega and Heimitzade Eir, it's lacking the Gilui of the Techno Brocha. That's the Nukudi here. Okay. And yet, there's still a Ration, so it's not completely disconnected. There's still a Ration because it's still the same letter Bola, but base. Okay. Now, so what do we have from this? Let's just translate it into practical terms, as practical as this can be. And that is that when you look in the world right now, um, I'll just use a Pashta example. If you see somebody, let's say, crying, you see tears come out of their eyes. It was called Moishal Simcha, not the Hepch Chadushal. So you know, you don't need to be a scientist to know that a person is expressing their feelings through the tears. It's not that first you cry and then you have a hergish of tsar or simcha. It's when you have first a hergish, some reason, without getting into the dynamics of it, a human being, when you have a hergish, has an effect on your chemicals. It'll build up tears in your tear ducts and you'll see tears come out of your eyes. So in other words, the, the, the Gashmiz, the, the Moes, Tir, has a whole force behind it that you don't see with your... For example, if a person controls themselves and doesn't cry, it doesn't mean they're not sad or happy. You're just not seeing it. Push the Gashmiz, the example. But if you don't know, you can be confused and you can convince yourself something happened and it doesn't necessarily have a pinimis to it, a nefesh, so to speak, a chayis within it. I'll give another example. It's raining outside, let's say. So most of us, it rains. Okay, some take an umbrella, some put on galoshes, some put on a raincoat, some pessimists put on all the, all the above, you know, to make sure they stay. That, that's what rain is. You know, for a farmer, maybe rain is a broche, causing things to grow. If you ask a meteorologist, a scientist, they'll tell you rain is a result of the weather patterns, pressure systems, wind, you know, clouds, the whole, the whole thing. If you ask them a kubu, or you ask a chassid, what's rain? They say rain. Rain is amshocha of kfuris kshamen. It's gvurisha bechesed. And maybe it's the malachim crying over the matzava elam. Doesn't mean gashmizdika crying, obviously. But it's, but it's not what it, it doesn't, it's not what it appears. So in other words, what chassidus teaches us is to look at anything and see there's something behind it. Nothing just happens. Just like we say, there's no mikra nikris. Everything's ashgacha pratis. You may not see the ashgacha pratis, especially if you're not concentrating. But it's all part of, like I said, the example I gave before, it's all part of a story. Story of Purim that we're just coming from. It took nine years. If you lived then, you wouldn't notice anything. 
Achashverosh happens to throw a party, happens to invite his Vashti, then she doesn't come, he has her killed. Then he happens to find, the, and Mordechai happens to overhear the, the plot, then he happens to choose Esther. This didn't happen in one day, where you could say, oh, wow, I see a pattern emerging, and here's a, a, a nest. It took years. And then Layla, who knows Shnasamelech, happens a later time, he happens to not be sleeping that night. He has insomnia. What's the big thing? Many people can't sleep at night. And then when you connect it, however, in retrospect, you look back, or the bird's eye view, you say, hey, one second here. So a bunch of dots. So Mamish, this is the example here. You don't see the Baruch. You see a base here, a Deish here, a Vav here, Chaf. So basically, what, what we look at the world, especially this world, Alma de Pruda, I'm not talking about even Atzillus. Atzillus, you could say it's all Alukus, but it's still Atzir. When you look at the world, unless you have been trained to think like Ashgoch Pratis or that everything has a deeper purpose, and that nothing happens randomly. The things that happen in your life are have a kavana. You may not know it. You may know five years from now why you went to this kail, for example. Right now, you may not know why you're here. I mean, you, ostensibly, you're here to learn and whatever it is. But life, the story of your life emerges. It doesn't. No one knows what the future holds. And when you look back and you see all these connections. So really, what is Avedis Hashem? is to look at the life you have and not see it as a bunch of random dots and, and, and different letters and connect them all. That's called birur. Talking about birur and tzutzis, what do you think birur means? Clarity. Birur means levada, to clarify. What do you clarify? You only need to clarify when there's something that's not clear. In the elem esalyenim, there's no birurim. It's only in a world where things are not clear. So now when we take and eat a piece of food, l'shem shamayim, you make a bracha, like the Alter Rebbe says in time, you're mile of the nitzus. What does it mean? In simple English, you're aligning the detail of that part of your life with the kavana, why it was created. And when you do that consistently, the pattern emerges. So going back to the example I gave with a tear, or with a smile. If someone smiles, not the smile causes you to feel happy, it's because you're happy, that's why you smile. Now, if you're able to train yourself to look through the Eses Virus Ha Gluyas, and in our case, not even Gluyas in this world. You see a world, and you come to realize, one second, this is Chesed, this is Gvura, this is a combination of Chesed and Gvura, this is Teferis, this is Netzach. What you're doing is you're seeing the inner map. The scientist sees the scientific map. And the, most of us don't even see that. And you suddenly realize there's a whole Ahdus uh, Hashem just in different Tziyurim, in different Pratim, in the existence of our lives. So the Moshe that Rebbe Rashab is giving actually is very practical if you apply it. Now what I'm saying doesn't say this Befetish here, but it's, I'm trying to explain it in a way that we can use it in Pashto Navedis Hashem. This can be explained to anybody. Everybody can understand this idea that your life has many details. These details all reflect on something deeper. Whether it's tears from your eyes or a smile or snow or for that matter anything. You're standing outside and you look at the sun, you look at the, the moon, we all know Chassidus says the sun is Shemesh uh, Umagin Hashem Alekim and moon is Zmalchus. It's not just words. That's really the primis of the Levana and that's the primis of the Shemesh. Now, of course, we're not trained that it's automatic. But the Baruch is a perfect example. We all know what the word Baruch means. I don't even have to explain it to you. You already learned it. Now, how, can we train ourselves to see the whole world that way? Obviously, that's the Aved that we have. That's Aved. 
That means you're looking, instead of looking at the chitzenius and the gashmius and the, the tziur prati, you're looking for the, big, the, the deeper story within. And I'm using the word story very intentionally because later you're going to learn, we're going to learn that svira has three meanings. And the second meaning is a story, sipur. So, so the svidas really tell a story. What story do they tell? They tell the story of elikus. Then there's a lower level, it's misper, the number. That's more specific details. And then there's sapir. But I don't want to, we don't have to go there right now. Right now, the discussion is, what's the relationship between the svidas protim and the esesvidas agnuzas? So the esesvidas agnuzas have svidas, uh, but the key thing there is the agdus like he explained, the Agdus, the Pshitus. In Laachrat Simpson, they begin to get shape and form. I went all the way down Lamati. He doesn't talk about the, the, the way it is in Elam Hagashmi, and Achumri. But the Techen is ultimately to help us climb and align essentially our existence to the Elokus. So if someone asks the question, why do we need to know there's Esther Sviris? It's a question of Klotz Kash, everybody, people ask. So there's actually a sefer called Shemer Amunim from Rabbi Yisuf Irgas, where he asks the question. Chassidus cites it. He's one of the Gure Tamide Tamide Arizal. And he says, uh, or like we're saying here, because with uh, the Svirus allow us to see a lukus in the veld. Svirus are basically like looking for a Yemen Alekim So the Alekim the that said, Eir, you look at Eir, you, you see the lukus in it. Svirus are the tools and the instruments the Ebrister uses to create all of existence. So there's nothing in this world that is not in some way a combination of the Aseus, the Chovbe's Aseus, that, that originate from the Asura Mamoris, which originate from the Esesphites. So there is the application of this idea. Um, you know, stop here. I mean, the, the muscle continues, but we'll talk then, we'll talk about the next muscle. And Chukas uh, continues the, the, the discussion of the Aseus, and then he brings it back in Perich of Zion to Esther Sviris which is a very fundamental Perich. We'll discuss that. Just looking ahead a bit, see the big picture. I'm teaching Ayin Beis now for nine years. I'm going not to give a class in it. I'm up to page 1188, Chelik Beis at the end. So I'm learning it literally almost every day for nine years. And, uh, and now I understand things that we're learning here I never would have understood them until you get much later. So there's an IMB is also a big picture, and there's a small picture. And when you see the big picture, it's 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 mind blowing. That's the second motion. Huh? motion. Exactly. Yeah, that is going to be the second motion. But it's mind blowing because you know I can go back and I'll learn the whole thing again and like almost like a Dovah Chodesh. Because once you see the the Baruch, the Barucha, you understand the Bay is very differently. And it's, it's just interesting, and, and you can't rush it. If you learn it quickly, you don't see. You have to go very slowly, slowly, and see, you see how the Rebbe Rasha builds it up. And it's, uh, can I tell you, it's uh, something. I mean, I, I learned that in Beis when it came out, Lamed Zion and, and so on, but only when you learn it very slowly and you start seeing, it's, it's, you see Chassidus in a completely different way. Because the Rebbe Rasha, that's what he did. And I in Beis, he brought together all the sugis of Chassidus. Imam is like Baruch, Imam, and not like the second Moshul. Second muscle. What is the second muscle again? I don't remember right now. Huh? Yeah. Exactly. The Talmud giving of the yeah. Okay. So we'll stop here. And uh, it comes to bring it down now in Aveda in your uh, bonus and the tefillas and Aveda's not feel it right. Good luck. Yeah.
Maybe you'll do something we never did. <laughs> Next week it's going to be on the podcast. Yeah, uh, but I'm going to go to the second marshal.